Oh, man, this is really living. What's up, everybody? It's Monday night, July 26th, 7.06 p.m., and I'm heading to show a house. And this morning, drove out to Lancaster and auditioned for David 2022. I think it went well, felt really good about it. And then as the day goes on, you start to nitpick and think, oh, I wonder if this was as good as I thought it was and all this. Um, but it's all out of my hands now. It's in God's hands, and I need to trust him in that. Um, we are still praying and considering what our future holds. Um, my wife's job. Um, we're waiting for final details for the offer. We, we know the job has been offered, but we don't know like compensation, all that kind of stuff. So that's complicated. Uh, I just want to say to anybody out there, um, they're trying to scare people. Just, just stand up and say no more. There's nothing. People can't make you do anything. What you can do is you can say, okay, if I, if you're saying I have to do this, or I don't get to participate, then I'm not participating. The more you do those kinds of things, the more people are going to be like, man, this isn't worth it. This isn't worth the, the aggravation. You saw that with masks and stuff. Like people didn't want to keep asking people about putting their mask on, so they just stopped. And then people just started walking around without their mask on. It's just the way it's going to be. But they're 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 losing the argument. The CDC and the FDA is is withdrawing their emergency use offer, authorization for the PCR test, the same test that has made millions of cases worldwide. The same test that has been shown time and time again to be not uh, not able to identify present infection, transmissible disease, they're withdrawing the emergency use authorization and encouraging laboratories to find a way to test to differentiate between COVID and the flu. Because you know what? They weren't able to do that and they just outed themselves. So start reading independent news so you can find out what's going on. That's all I have to say about that. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, July 27th, 9.55 a.m., and I'm almost at work. You can see the cornfields next to me here as I drive past. Um, the My memories came up, my Google Photos memories came up and showed that six, day, years, six years ago today was my first audition at Sight & Sound, which is interesting because yesterday I auditioned at Sight & Sound. I felt like I did uh, a good job got to show them something they had never seen from me before, uh, which was exciting and hopefully uh, turned some heads as it were. But now I have to wait till October, which is very... Uh, hopefully my wife will be getting the official details of the contract offer for her potential.
potential new job. Try not to get ahead of ourselves, but things are God's opening doors. We're trying to walk through them. We have no idea what it means long term, but we're trying to figure that stuff out. Um, I am also going to be writing up an offer for some clients today so I am still doing some real estate for friends and family if you're interested in putting your house on the market contact me I would love that um, yeah so staying busy that's for sure super duper busy and hopefully you guys are doing well out there I appreciate your support what's up everybody it's Friday July 30th 1.12, p.m. It just changed as I said it. And I'm on my way to work. The, uh, the news keeps getting more ridiculous. MailChimp suspended my account again. So I encourage you, if you're watching this, subscribe on Podbean or on um, the podcast app to the Acting Realtor. I'm now putting the videos in the podcast feed. So, figured out how to do that finally. Um, big news on our family front. My wife accepted a job at Linville Hill Christian School in Paradise, Pennsylvania, which is about 10 or 15 minutes from Sight and Sound. Um, sorry. It just, oh man, my neck is bad. Ooh, I wear this big hat for my show. 11 times a week for two hours at a time and it really messes with my neck over time but anyway so my kids are now enrolling in the school we're saying goodbye to the school that they the only school they've ever attended uh, and my wife's job over the last seven years so uh, that means that eventually when the time is right and when God provides be moving out that way. So I'll be saying goodbye to Royers for it, which is bittersweet. I, uh, I went, you know, with both feet in, I jumped in in, in May of 2017 when, when we bought our house and created Discover Spring Forward, did three seasons of that, the third season being preempted because of COVID, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Uh, we don't know what we're going to do in terms of selling or renting or buying. Or we just don't know. Um, we wanted to make the decision about the job first, and then we'll figure out the rest later. Um, because we can, because it's on the way to my work, I can drive them in on the days when I'm heading in to work. So we can cut down on that commute for both of us. Since I'm already making the drive, then my wife doesn't have to worry about that. And uh, it's exciting. It's also nerve-wracking because there's a lot that we have to do. And the school year starts a little bit earlier at this new school. So you can be praying for us about that and uh, praying that God, just as he has opened the doors in this situation for us, that he would continue to make it clear what the time is right, how we should handle our living situation and all that. Uh, in terms of our lives need people to live them. Do not allow the fear mongers to 
dictate. They're just basically replay. They went back to the beginning of the playbook and they're starting over again with this Delta variant nonsense. What's what, what's really the truth here is that Delta variant is more contagious. It has not shown to be more deadly. In fact, it's shown to be less deadly. The reason they are tr they are telling people to mask up again and all this is because the last thing they want is for this virus to burn itself out in the population. They don't want our kids to get it because then they can't vaccinate the kids. Do you understand? They don't want kids, so they think masks are the big thing. The last thing they want is for your child to get a less severe case of COVID, build up natural immunity, and then you as a parent decide, I'm not going to give my kid a vaccine. They already got it. That is what they're afraid of. They're afraid of what's happened in India and the UK is going to happen in the United States. You know what's happened there? Cases spiked precipitously. In a, like within a matter of weeks, they just went to the peak and then they gradually just fell off a cliff. Well, not gradually fell off a cliff. I guess that's, that doesn't make sense. Cases fell off a cliff. You know why? Because the virus spread so quickly that it burned itself out. That's not what they want to happen in the United States. They're going to say it's to save lives and all this. It's not to save lives. It's because if that happens, then it's checkmate. It's over. Their power, their authority is over. If people, I mean, all you have to look at is the fact that we're averaging eight times as many cases in the, uh, a day than we were maybe not eight times, that's, six, that's uh, six or seven times more cases than we were just a couple of weeks ago, right? The deaths are the same. They're the same. And you're going to say, oh, the deaths are going to gonna spike. They're not going to spike. They might go up slightly. They might go up a little bit. But all of those deaths are going to be people who have comorbidities and they would have died from the flu or a cold, just like it's been. So live your life. One of the reasons, not the reason, that we're excited for this switch is that we're going to a school that has already made a decision about what they're going to do with COVID. They did the entire school year last year with common sense strategies. They did the entire school year in person. Personal choice was preeminent of what people wanted to do, whether it was mass or not. It was personal choice. And I'm excited to be in that kind of environment for my kids especially. So we got to start making big life decisions that hurt the people who wish to hurt us. I don't mean physically hurt them, but I mean hurt the pocketbooks of the people who wish to control us, hurt the, uh, the policy makers because you're not going along with their policies. We need to civilly disobey this or it will never stop. We just need to ignore it, essentially. To be like, oh, that's great. Yeah. Sure. Thanks for thanks for the advice. Appreciate it. Just move along. That's what we gotta do. Don't worry. I'm just getting your feet. I didn't get you. What? Good morning, everybody. Tuesday, August 3rd, 8.47 a.m. Just left my my house, <clears throat> and it's time to get to work. I also have to stop on the way in 
drop off paperwork at my kids and my wife's new school, which seems crazy and it has not clicked. Sorry, with this new camera, you're just gonna see my hand really big. I'll try to keep my hand on the bottom of the steering wheel because I don't want you to freak out at my giant hands. Um, a couple thoughts, cases have exploded, of course, but deaths have not. Uh, the fear-mongering about hospitalizations, you actually have people, uh, bots on Twitter, social media people having anecdotal stories to scare people into getting vaccinated and all this kind of stuff, which is fine. You can get vaccinated if you want. There's no skin off my nose. Um, problem is, is that we have governors now saying that they're encouraging businesses to only serve vaccinated people. Remember when all those people were like, you're crazy. That would never happen. You're such a paranoid conspiracy theorist. Well, the governor of one of the largest states in the country said businesses should only allow admission to vaccinated people. What's funny about that is that the majority of the unvaccinated are people of color. A large percentage of the unvaccinated population are people of color. So he's essentially encouraging discrimination against people of color. If voter ID, having to have a, a photo ID suppresses the vote because it, it, it disproportionately affects people of, uh, people of color and minority communities, then how about vaccine ID keeping people from being able to actually provide for their families. How about that? Voting is a privilege. The fact that we get to vote in our country is a privilege that was fought for and uh, paid for in blood by many great patriots over the last 250 years. However, You could argue that we're losing that right because our votes are being diluted because we're not actually deciding who gets an office. Corporations are. Uh, but all that to say, people aren't really thinking through the ramifications of these vaccinated-only policies because they're punishing the very people they claim to protect, which is the minorities. They are silencing the voices of the very people they say they are the voice for. Um, additionally, something that is increasingly frustrating to me is that I, for the last year, have not been afraid of this virus. So much so, I was pushing for businesses to be reopened. I was pushing for schools to be reopened. I was speaking truth about the severity of this disease. Now, we have a variant that is even less severe. The studies show that it's less deadly. If you don't believe me, just look at the daily deaths. Our case numbers are higher than they've been since January. And the deaths are at like one-fifth. Actually, they're even lower than that. Probably like one-eighth. The daily average of deaths is like one-eighth what it was back in January. Back in January, we were seeing three, 4,000 people dying a day. Which makes you wonder if they were actually dying from COVID or if they were dying from other respiratory illnesses. Um, but 
just looking at the data as it is, the severity of these virus spikes. And if you look at England, they got up. Their new cases peaked at the same level that they were in January. Their deaths barely increased at all. And now they're past that peak. So what are we, what are we dealing with here? There's a vaccine readily available. If people want it, they can get it. The, the lie is that they're trying to say that all these restrictions and mask wearing is to protect the unvaccinated. But then out of the other side of their mouth, they demonize and criticize the unvaccinated for not being vaccinated. So everyone has a choice. The people who choose, no one is, we're almost at the point where the only people who are not vaccinated are people who choose not to be vaccinated. So why do you care? It's amazing. Why are you lying about the fact that it's a, a pandemic of the unvaccinated when it's been proven time and time again that the vaccine doesn't actually stop transmission? It might lessen the effects of the disease, which is great. But the reason variants and all these things are coming is because we're deploying a vaccine in the middle of an outbreak. It's never been done before. We're so trying to suppress a virus, so it's forcing it to mutate at a greater pace than it ever has to in the wild. And it's uh, it's getting insanely frustrating. But what I was saying is, the thought that I had was I was out uh, going as soon as restaurants were open. I was going out and eating in them. I was not a, I was not a scared as we think as we say. Um, I was going to stores in person, not afraid of catching the virus. And I was pushing for these businesses to be open and for government to get out of the way and stop ruining people's lives. Now, <laughs> and what's funny is that a lot of these businesses went out of business because the people who were afraid of the virus, who weren't gonna do anything until they could get a vaccine, they were buying from Amazon and having stuff delivered to their homes. They were perfectly comfortable in their little bubble. They lived their best life during the pandemic because they, don't value freedom. They only value safety. Now, we're going to cater to those very people who wouldn't have set foot in your establishment without a vaccine. You're going to punish the people who were willing to risk catching this virus to keep your business afloat by by not allowing them to, uh, to access your business because they don't have a vaccine? What a slap in the face that is. If any business any business refuses to serve me because I'm not vaccinated. We are now communist China. And I will make it known. And I will tell every single person I know not to use that business. When they realize that more than 30% of the population are not vaccinated, and their bottom line suffers by more than 30%, I, I'm praying that they will change course. But we need to speak up. We need to push back. Because you know what? I, I've heard one guy who is, he's not a Trumper. <laughs> he's not a conspiracy theorist, Dr. Scott Gottlieb. He's out there posting, hey, like some of these states are already past their peak. The ones that are seeing spikes, the earliest ones that started to see an increase in cases, they're already past their peak. Which means that all the other states now that are seeing spikes, they're gonna hit their peak soon. And we might pass our peak by mid-August when school's open again. 
This guy is a normal person who is like pro-vaccine, pro-lockdown, all that stuff. But he said he even, even he is recognizing the fear-mongering that's going on. Even the White House is criticizing the news media. The news media that tells whatever story the preferred party wants in order to get into power now is backfiring. I just find it really funny that they are they are out there criticizing the news saying, oh, they're scaremongering or fear-mongering. It's like, oh, wait. I thought that Donald Trump was the one who was criticizing the media because they weren't agreeing with him. I thought it was Donald Trump who was an enemy of the people because he dared question the bias of the mainstream media establishment. It's just kind of fun to watch, I'll tell you what. Like, watching the current administration just react to Twitter polls and have no actual plan because all they counted on was the media doing their bidding for them and things are backfiring like crazy and it's kind of fun to watch I said to my wife it's kind of fun to be the opposition party um, it sucks the country's going to hell in a handbasket under the current regime but it's kind of fun to be like ha ha told you when everything, when when normies or whatever they say, when when the normal people start to be like, man, this is not what I voted for. It's like, aha, tried to tell you. You listen to the news. Whatever. Anyway, have a great day, everybody. Good morning, everybody. It's nine sixteen on Saturday, August fourteenth. It's been a long time since I've really been checking in. The frequency of episodes has diminished to about every three weeks, so I apologize for that. <clears throat> um, I'm really not sure what the future holds uh, in terms of producing a show. Uh, the reason being is we have a lot of changes going on. Um, well, my kids this past week were at summer camp, and they had a great time dropped them off on Monday, they got back yesterday, and then this week, uh, they're going with my in-laws to uh, a ranch for the week in New York, and my wife and I are going to Chincoteague, Virginia uh, for three nights. <clears throat> it's kind of like our 15th anniversary uh, trip, but that was last year. So we weren't able to really do anything last year, so we're making up for that. Uh, so I won't be really updating anything. I'm going to be really trying to unplug from the world. Um, so just wanted to give you guys that heads up. Hopefully I get this episode out before then, so you know. Uh, <clears throat> cases are at like an all-time high, or they hit like the all-time high yesterday, which is funny because if you live where I live, um, people are done with COVID, like, except for the people that are really scared, and the, the government talking about it, like, yesterday, I think, was the highest number of reported cases, or close to it, it was like 290,000, which, it's always double on Fridays for some reason, the way they do it, it's like, boom, 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 all the same, it's usually low on Sunday and Monday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday is kind of low, and then, boom, it goes up to like the average and then Friday is like double whatever it was the previous day and so that's kind of the what's happening now um, so the average isn't that high but there was a lot of cases yesterday but it, 
terms of like how I'm living my life, it hasn't changed. And a lot of people are just living their lives. So it's encouraging. What's discouraging is the fact that they're, the conversations that are happening at the top levels about um, blocking unvaccinated people from society because we said this would happen and everybody said we were paranoid and now people are applauding it even though it would be really I had, I'd find a sick satisfaction actually if they banned unvaccinated people from public life and then the virus continued to spread among the vaccinated that's the sick part of me uh, additionally how about if you're afraid let all the unvaccinated people continue to live their lives we'll get it and develop herd immunity or it'll kill us off and you'll be happy because you'll be the majority um, but they realize I think that the people who are unvaccinated they need them um, a large majority of the unvaccinated are uh, or I should say a large percentage of uh, people of color are not vaccinated and, and are continue to refuse as much as they wanted to demonize Trump supporters or Republicans or whatever it may be, we have our stinking Republican rhinos are the ones out there pushing the vaccine like crazy. Lindsey Graham saying complete idiocy. I mean, I don't understand how these people can stay in office. It's, it's really disgusting. The Biden administration is tanking and then the Republicans give him a handout and say, oh yeah, we'll work with you. Well, why? They're literally imprisoning people who are your constituents and they're trying to take away their freedoms and meanwhile you're like, yeah, we'll work with you because unity. It's really mind-boggling. Anywho, um, we are we're mid-August now. I believe, based on what I'm seeing, that the cases are actually starting to peak. Just based on last year's uh, surge, summer surge, as it were. And we have to remember that the fact that this is spreading so fast means it's going to burn itself out. Because there aren't the restrictions that there were last year at this time. That's why the cases were so low. There was a lot of restrictions still in place last year at this time, which people don't, they forget. Restaurants work 50% capacity, blah, blah, blah. And I don't even necessarily believe that that was helping. But this is much more contagious, which means it's just, it's getting into everybody it can. And um, if you look at the rate of increase week over week, this, this most recent week, it seems to be a smaller percentage of the previous week. And... I think that's a promising sign. We probably might have another week or two of the peak. And then I'm not going to predict, but I'm hopeful that um, the cases will start to decline again before the, the cold and flu season takes over. But that's just going to be all hell breaking loose because they're going to be every single person that has a respiratory virus is going to test positive for COVID. And everybody's going to say, how is this possible? It's going to get to the point where the estimates of the CDC saying that this many people have had COVID, this many people have been vaccinated, they're going to run out of Americans. And then all of a sudden, Americans are going to say, how do we still have these cases? 
unless we are double counting or people who are the, all the vaccinated people are testing positive, which is happening. Um, there is uh, Marty Makari, I think is his name. He's the professor of medicine at Johns Hopkins University said that a recent study from Israel showed that people with natural immunity <clears throat> were nearly seven times less likely to be reinfected than people who had received the vaccine were to be infected. So that means that natural immunity is almost seven times as strong as the vaccine generated immunity. But let's keep mandating vaccines because that's going to do something. There was also a study that Axios published uh, data saying that the vaccines are already wearing off. Six months in, seven months in. So the booster shots just got approved by the FDA for the immunocompromised. And you know what's going to happen? That's going to shift to the public. You're going to need a booster shot. And you know what's going to happen after that? All those vaccine passports that everybody wants, you are going to need them. And then you're going to realize that, wait, what do you mean? I didn't get my booster shot, so now I can't live life? Oh, I got to go get my booster shot. And then you'll be on the, the carousel. <clears throat> you're going to be on the cycle. Every six months, you're going to need to get a shot in order to keep your freedoms because you're an idiot because you listened and you believed that the people who took your freedom away would give it back because you're a sheep how's that how's that feel when you were lied to you were lied to you were told if i get this vaccine i'll be doing my part i'll be protecting other people that was a lie you said, if I get this vaccine, I won't have to wear a mask. Guess what? That was a lie. You say, if I get this vaccine, I can live my life normally without any restrictions. That was a lie. <clears throat> and guess what? The restrictions will get worse if you don't keep getting that booster. Third shot, fourth shot, fifth shot. Mark my words. It doesn't end until people say it ends. <clears throat>